you have arrived at your destination. Talking Kipo season three this week on Animation Destination. Hey everybody, welcome to the Animation Destination Podcast, an animation celebration podcast. I'm your host, resident cartoon junkie Brennan Jones, and I'm here with John Myers. Hello, friends. John, we are remote today, John. Yeah, we're doing it across the web. Cross the webs, yes. Um, which is uh, gotta give a shout out to Zencaster, by the way. Uh, Zencaster is a great software for podcasters. Uh, Z e n c a s t r. Um, they're r- really good software. It's free to use. You get like a limited amount of uh, megabytes for the free free account. Uh, but right now, I think they still have this extended. Uh, through the end of twenty twenty, uh, everything, all the premium stuff is free. So you get unlimited uh, uploads, you get unlimited uh, um, recording times, recording sessions, stuff like that. So that's pretty, pretty cool. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. I dug, I dig it, and uh, it's 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 made making episodes a little bit easier now. Um, so it's been a good time because oh man, uh, I've been off for a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's been weird times, man. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it 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 was the holidays kind of shot up pretty quick and Mm -hmm. you know it's it's been you know nothing nothing big but just i needed things to settle down a little bit so so now we're back um we're doing stuff in december missed all of november a bit disappointed i really wanted to do a bob's burgers thanksgiving episode this year (laughs) I, i guess i'll save that for next year so that's fine um but yeah so we're back to weekly schedule john and uh let's do it yeah, we're talking Kipo this week. Uh, one half of the Netflix originals. Bum. Yeah, sadly, which because uh, Mitch hasn't watched this show yet, has he? I don't believe I, so. I, he, he might have watched the first two seasons. I don't think he's watched season three, okay. but he might have watched the first. Seasons. But uh, yeah, um, he's 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 behind on his Kipo. That's for sure. And, uh, yeah, that's he needs to get on it. He does because it's a great show, uh, and it has uh, finished out. And uh, yeah, it goes here. It's kind of a shame, but as we were talking before the record button went on, it's uh, it's good to have things with an ending, you know. Absolutely, yeah, feels good to to do that sort of thing. Uh, And we'll talk about how this show wrapped up and if it was good or bad. And spoilers, it was good. Uh, <laughs> in case you didn't know <laughs> in case you didn't realize it because that's what this podcast is guys i don't talk about stuff i don't like on it typically <laughs> typically i don't so uh but let's uh let's get into our animation recommendation uh which is something john has not seen yet and i'm not allowing him to see it yet no he can actually yep. watch whatever he wants <laughs> but um, Tales of Eletheron put out Daughter's Revenge full episode on their YouTube page. Um, you can check out their YouTube page. Um, is what is their YouTube page? It's just Tales of Eletheron. So mm-hmm. Eletheron is A L E T H R I O N. Um, this is the indie studio, um, uh, Sklod, formerly Sun Creature. Um, mm-hmm. 
And uh, they, they're the ones that put out the reward uh, short way back in 2014. So good. Uh, it's so good. And they, they have continued that sort of um, uh, that sort of uh, animation like throughout uh, several years through like certain Kickstarters to kickstart certain episodes. And they mm-hmm. have, yeah, they have whole full episodes of just like, and just, man, the way they do storytelling is so good. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Um, I kickstarted this latest season. Uh, I helped out with the kickstarting because uh, Kickstarter, because you know, I I wanted some merch and I wanted to help out with uh, with making it making it so. And man, it's it's been really good. But uh, rest assured, um, if you go here and watch this, guys, we will be having an episode. Me, Mitch, and John will be sitting down and watching all these episodes and uh, discussing it for your po- for our podcasting uh, audience. So. Heck yeah. Um, yeah be, be ready for that and uh, definitely go and check out their check out their uh, their YouTube page and check out Daughter's Revenge. Don't watch that one first. Definitely go back. <laughs> definitely go back and watch the reward because actually this one does pick up um, from like there are consequences from the reward that happen in this episode. So oh, very cool. Yes, there are things that happened. Uh, they've been building up to this chapter for a long time, actually, because there there's been teasers and like little because what's interesting about this, this whole series, actually, is that like when they first did it, they they had um, um, little like little like divergent stories that could go off and do the, the, the these other stories after the reward. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like their pitch for like their first like real Kickstarter. Like let's start doing a series of this. Yeah. Um, and this one was teased four years ago. Um, oh, wow. That, yeah. There was a, there was a, a tease for this one four years ago from an older episode or an old animatic that they did. It was like, Oh, this is a story that we could tell, or this is a story that we could tell. And one of them was basically daughter's revenge was like the, one of the main ones. And it's just been, forever until they got to it so it's been very interesting to watch that kind of unfold so that's really cool yeah it's pretty rad so uh love this world love this art style like it it's kind of an ugly art style but (laughs) but i like it like i don't know it's it's, It's just it's fun and it's it's original it's it's not you know anything that that you see anywhere else and and that's what i appreciate from it yeah it's got a fantasy element to it but yeah but like the way this guy draw, the way the studio draws is like, it's very like, like it's not like anything else that I know of. There might be some like French um, uh, influences that they kind of that's go fair. off of. Mm-hmm. I can and see that, that. that. Yeah. And that's why I'm not really sensing a whole lot of influence, but uh, I gotta, I gotta contact this guy and actually interview him. Actually, now that I think about it, I think that would be a, Heck a fun yeah, man. to have to do. So uh, he seems to be pretty open to interviews and stuff like that. So maybe I'll do that. But that's that's our animation recommendation. Go check out Tales of Alethrion, Daughter's Revenge. If you've seen the rest of the series, if you haven't, go back and watch the first few and then watch Daughter's Revenge. It's awesome and it's great. And then come um, listen to the podcast about it. Yes. And then come listen to the podcast that we will be doing sometime in the near future, uh, probably in the new year. So there yeah. we go. Uh, next up, Cartoon Saloons, Wolfwalkers, which me and my brother, me and my brother went and saw in theaters, um, a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. me and him might be doing an episode on it, uh, eventually, but it is now available on Apple TV plus mm. not, 
not Apple TV, the hardware. <laughs> right, Apple, yeah, get, get it right. Yeah, right. Apple TV Plus, which is their streaming service, because everybody has a streaming service now. That's right. Um, which is the new way. Um, and this that's... Um, exactly. This is the way. Um, and Wolf Walkers is now on there. Uh, it's also, I think, still in certain theaters, if you want to go check it out in theaters as well. Uh, me and my brother went. There were like six people there. So it's like, like people people seem to be a little bit like nervous about going to the theater What with uh, what with all the lockdowns and stuff. Trust me, the theater is the safest place to be. No one's there. <laughs> Nobody's there. <laughs> Nobody's there. It's the safest place to be. No one's out there. Go, go to the theater. <laughs> so... Yeah, um, but Wolf Walkers is phenomenal, and it's available on Apple TV Plus. Go check it out; it's great. Um, we'll definitely be doing an episode on that for sure eventually when people have seen it. I kind of wanted to wait till it was available on Apple TV Plus too, so more people could like view it if they needed sure, to. Yeah. So, so yeah, and maybe I'll get a big episode if, if everyone wants to go see it. It's it's Cartoon Saloon's best work. They did Song of the Sea, which is available on Netflix. Yep. Uh, they did Secret of Kells, which used to be available on Netflix. I don't think it is right now, um, but it's that same art style, but it's like amped up to 11. It's so gorgeous. And the story is like really punchy. Like it's yeah. really good. It hits all like the good notes. You know, the animation's just breathtaking. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, along with this, like, here's the thing, like in the COVID world right now, mm. uh, animation is ruling the theaters because um, Wolf Walkers in Ireland uh, was the highest grossing film uh, in the last month. So, no kidding. Wow. So that was that was cool. And then in Japan, uh, Demon Slayer. Oh, uh, my Mugen, gosh. I saw that. <laughs> Mugen Train is just breaking all the records for, for, for theater releases, man. It's crazy. Um, it is kicking butt right now and yeah. we still haven't gotten it yet. <laughs> I know. So right? Oh, I'm so irritated. We're getting it in January though. So, oh, um, can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm definitely gonna go see it in January for sure. Yeah. Um, and we'll be getting subsequent streaming and DVD releases, I'm sure. But, um, very interesting. Very interesting. Um, and the biggest anime news, let's say, uh, was just announced, uh, today, as we're recording this, actually, it was 35 minutes ago when I heard about this. Um, and that's uh, Crunchyroll has been bought by Funimation. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nobody saw that coming. <laughs> no, no, no one did. They, they've been competitors for a bit now. Yeah. Um, I have Verve and I and I have Verve and I don't have a Funimation account, but I don't know what's going to become a Verve because when Verve started, Verve is owned by Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. Um, when Verve started, it w- it had it had Crunchyroll, it had Funimation, and it had a bunch of other stuff. It had Rooster Teeth, it had uh, Geek and Sundry, it had mm-hmm. it had a lot of good stuff. Um, and then they just slowly lost all of that. <laughs> um, it, it, and it's a shame because like like Mondo. Mondo TV was on there too, and it, it had some good stuff. Uh, but then, like their production just kind of went through the floor because yeah. um, they had Gary and his demons, which was great. I'm not going to discount Gary and his demons. That was a great show, mm-hmm. very very Rick and Morty style sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Um, I, lo- I loved it. Um, but after that season one, like it just there was nothing else. Uh, Being Puppy Cat was supposed to have a new season that didn't materialize at all yet. Um, 
I don't know what's going on with that, but so there's not a lot coming out from that. They lost Funimation, I yeah. think a year, a year after launch Funimation just decided, Nope, we're going on our own and doing our own streaming service. And yep. And cause they were already a separate company anyway. So then Funimation blew up because they had the simulcasts. Right. And that was a big deal because a lot of people, they enjoy the dubs because then they can watch their anime without having to like sit there and read it all the time. Which sure. Makes perfect sense there's certain ones that i like to turn on just because oh i can watch it and pay attention to it and do something else yeah when yeah. I mean, it's like I, I like watching it both ways like I, I do too. I, my first watch through usually is is the original um uh yeah. subtitles and uh, but but i'll go back to watch it like i just went back and watched uh super didn't dragon ball super uh yeah and it's the first time i'd watched it dubbed so yeah. you know seeing seeing it again but like being able to kind of like you know just casually watch it i I really enjoyed it yeah yeah right instead of uh, having to to read it and stuff like that it's it it's mm-hmm. uh it's interesting um you know i was lucky enough to wait for promised neverland to to have a full dub so i just yeah. waited for that and I, I was able to just watch that and it's a really good dub too like it's a very solid dub um but uh, I, I really probably wouldn't have. Been, I, I probably would have been a little bit harsher on that if I had to read everything that was being said. It's a very, <laughs> it's a very cerebral anime. So, sure. <laughs> Absolutely. So you know, uh, having to read all the descriptions of everything they have to do would have been like mm-hmm. kind, of, uh, kind of, kind of brutal. But kind of like watching Death Note, which I enjoy watching Death Note, but it's like. I have to concentrate when I watch it. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, really. Just kind of you got to turn everything off and really focus in on that. Yeah, exactly. So Funimation kind of blew up, and uh, Crunchyroll's always been kind of bad with their with their uh, their presentation. Pretty much, they're bad at business. I'm just gonna say uh-huh. it. Uh, they're not great. They've been they've been kind of having problems for a while uh, with kind of how they do things and uh, that. That's to be expected. Not everybody can be great at at, at certain things, but uh, sure, yeah, man, it it it's kind of a, it's kind of surprising that Funimation acquired that. So now I'm thinking like maybe Crunchyroll's library will get poured over into Hulu mm-hmm. because Sony owns Funimation. A lot of Funimation libraries on Hulu, so maybe so. I don't know if they'll if they'll keep Verve. Verve might be dying. Which okay, cool. Then I can just get a Funimation account, I guess. And right watch there i guess i i'm not the biggest fan of funimation as a company but like if they've got all the anime i guess i'm getting a funimation account so. yeah okay. i mean you gotta go where the where the action is right right yeah and it's like it's not like i'm not like morally opposed to them or anything i just like they they seem to handle things oddly in a few ways so. mm. uh, and i hate their website i hate it it's so cumbersome the way their website works yeah oh it's such a bother um, but uh, they just have this, uh, it's terrible. I could go in a whole rant about <laughs> Funimation's <laughs> streaming website is, but whatever, if they fix that, if they get it all together, then fine. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. Whatever. Um, but, um, yeah, so I don't know what's going to come of that, but that's, that's some interesting news out in the anime world. So, um, but that I think is going to cover all the news today, John. Groovy. Which means it is time, my friends, for our very first in a month ad break of the day. <laughs> so it's been a while. Uh, we yeah. might actually might actually have a new show to talk about on this ad break. Hey, so, yeah. So uh, uh, let's let's listen. To that. Maybe 
We'll see. <laughs> if not, here's one you've heard before. Go listen to that ad break. Hey, listeners, this is Joe and Will from Common Creatives. We're a new podcast on the DNN that explores the place of creativity in the lives of artists, musicians, comedians, filmmakers, and creators of all kinds. This show lets us indulge our curiosity about why and how people satisfy their urges to make and create new things. So check out Common Creatives on iTunes, Stitcher, and at DestinationComics.com. back from that ad break um which means john it is time for our topic of the day which is kipo age of the wonder beast season three so good so what good. a great what a great story right it was it was it was a great story to start off with and it really kind of packed a punch at the end there i i you know, not my favorite season. Favorite season was probably two. Two was like, mwah, um, I, I would say. Yeah, there were there were a couple there were a couple things in this season where where I was just kind of like, ah, eh, the show probably could have done without that. But right, but <laughs> but there was a lot of things that came full circle. There were a lot of cool yeah. elements that were added into like the group, and you know, I I, I just like overall, just the, the way that the way that they went with the story for all the characters was very well done. Mm-hmm. Got yeah. dark, got, got a little dark in some of the places too. It did. It did. And they started to kind of uh, hit some more uh, adultish themes, you know, oncoming, I guess, war between the rest of the humans and, and the mutes mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And Kipo kind of trying to keep that from happening through the whole thing. Yeah, uh, which I liked because uh, she um, that was one thing I really liked about this season is that she kind of she kind of struggled with her decisions in a few of them because mm-hmm. like she had a few of those moments uh, throughout the season, but she was always kind of the constant. She was always kind of like the conscience of everybody. Yep. And in this one, there's a really good episode where they're trying to stop her from, you know, making the violent decision. Yes. Um, and that's like a full episode and it's like really good. Uh, and I liked that a lot because, you know, it just kind of showed that like, hey, you know, she's reaching a breaking point, you know, that, that can happen. Mm-hmm. You know? So and then she needs her friends to kind of talk her down. And like, uh, it was it was quite good. And I, w- w- I guess we'll talk about uh, I don't know how I want to approach this. I don't really want to go episode by episode, I guess. Yeah. I don't yeah. But uh, maybe character wise. I was actually that. that's actually what I was just thinking, too. Yeah. Yeah. So. I would like to talk about the one thing that I think the show could have used. Okay. Um, uh, Benson. Um, he, they did have in the titular episode I was just talking about where they were trying to convince Kipo to not, you know, uh, do the violent action. They finally got a little backstory about how Benson and Dave met. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I felt like there just needed to be a little bit more as to why he, he was the character that he was like, I, I kind of felt like, like they did that with, with him and Dave both. Like they're, yeah. you know, you, you do get their backstory. You do kind of see how they met. And I, I guess they're kind of like the embodiment of what, uh, dueling sides can come together for a mutual, you know, thing, which right. for theirs, it was food. And, and you, you know, that, that kind of is, is the point of the story is, is, you know, 
everybody coming together and living in more of a uh, uh, peaceful, uh, yeah. accepting uh, community. Yeah. yeah. So I guess they like in the sense of like that's kind of like their that's role fair. in in the story. But you're right. I just just I, I don't know. I I there was really no arc to them at all. It was just yeah. like, they were just who they were. And I guess mm-hmm. that's probably what they were supposed to be is just like, that's yeah. their representation. Yeah. They were, they were definitely flat characters. There, there's not, I think Wolf is the only one really with an arc. I would say, I think, oh, I think, uh, I think, uh, uh, Hugo. Yeah. Hugo definitely is, is a yeah. huge one of the main three. Is, uh, gotcha. I mean, okay. Yes, gotcha. Definitely Hugo. Yes. Hugo's the, like Hugo's the, he's the, yeah, he, he's the best. He's got the best arc, but mm-hmm. uh, like Kipo, she's a constant. Like she's definitely a Captain America. She's a flat character. Yep, flat in in the term that she doesn't have an arc. Not that she's a bad character. The you know the term flat character kind of gets like thrown under the bus. There's lots of good characters that are flat. You know, sure. Captain America's flat. You know, he he has no arc. He is Captain America. <laughs> that's, right. That's what he do. He 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 has his belief, and by the end of the movie, he has his belief. You know, yep. It's like, that's just it. So Kipo's the same way. Um, and I think Benson is, all, but I, I didn't really put that connection. I think you're right. That actually, that their background, their backstory actually does thematically fit with who they are. Cause they are the literal living embodiment of what Kipo's trying to do. Yeah. So yeah. Right. That, so there you go. Yeah. I like that. I like that. There you go. I, I fixed it. I fixed the thing yeah. that you had, we had a problem with. So you did. I, I you fixed the <laughs> one thing that I really had a problem with. The only other thing I had a problem with. My other one. <laughs> like, um, is Dr. Amelia? Um, Man, she was rough, dude. She was. Uh, I I felt like there were like parts of her where she could have been really good, and then they did the brother storyline, and oh I was just kind of. And it just was, I don't know, like something about that, like didn't resonate with me. Like, cause when they went back and they show the dad, like the dad's really like emotionally abusive, right? Yes, correct. And that kind of like shapes the way she thinks about things. It's like, okay, this is interesting. Like this is gonna, you're kind of going to get a, get an idea of like, and I'm fine with her being evil. Don't get me wrong. Like, but, but seeing how a person ends up that way is interesting. Just like seeing how he. Hugo ended up the way he did, how Scarlamane yeah. ended up, how Hugo became Scarlamane was great. Um, so I wanted to see like what made Dr. Amelia that. And then mm-hmm. she has this relationship with her brother and there's like no indication that she's going to throw her brother away for some cause that her emotionally cold father kind of hoisted on her. And like the moment that there's like any give to that idea from her brother, she just offs him. <laughs> Spoilers, by the way. Right, right. And it's just like it came out of like left field because I'm waiting for like some accident to happen or um, like some build up. Like, hey, he starts to like you know be with the mutes a little bit, and he's starting to turn, and like you know, and she thinks it's dangerous. Like, just a little bit of like. Like, oh, I need to stop like a buildup. Like, mm-hmm. I I need to stop this from happening. Or or, you know, like this is gonna disappoint dad. I have to keep dad from from finding out about it or whatever. And it's just like, nope, you you thought about it once, so now you die. And that's right. Like, like yeah. all right. And I guess I, I and I, I agree I agree with you completely on that, because when it happened, 
you know, it almost seemed like even when they were showing the scene when they were kids, like mm. the dad was 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 on this on the brother and was kind of like, you know, you're you're the one who's going to be able to, you know, push this push this forward and everything. And and she kind of went over and sat next to him and kind of like nudged him. And they had that like moment of just like, you know, and it's just like, OK. And and so my thought was they're going to go up there and he's going to get killed by a mute. Whether right. on purpose or accident, and then exactly. uh, then everything that she's doing makes perfect sense. Exactly, exactly. Th- that didn't make any sense to me. Like, it, yeah. it, if anything, it just was like, wow, okay, she is super evil. Yeah, she's just a psychopath, like from day one. Like, I right. which I which I think could have worked if they kind of hit on the father element a little bit more. If he molded her to be this cold, remorseless manipulator, which I think they hinted at. Sure. But there, there wasn't a whole lot of him. So it just sort of like became like, like, oh, my brother's gone astray. Got to kill him. You know? Yeah. <laughs> right. What? I don't know. It was, it was a bit bizarre. Um, I, I agree. I think if you had an accident occur upstairs, like he gets trampled by the giant bunny or something like, I don't know. Like, yeah. It, it, uh, and, and, and that with, with the way that the world was at that time. Like yeah. it could have been anything. He could have gotten caught up in the in the Dave Robot Guy War, you right? Know? Yeah. I mean, it, it could have been anything. Death Stalkers, like yeah. I, I mean, it just fun Gus, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, it's just like none of it really made any sense. And other than to the, uh, it, it seemed like it was so forced, and that the whole reason was to show how evil she is. But they, right. they, but they built it up for, to her having this good relationship with her brother, and it just made zero sense. Right? Yeah, so, and then they just—it it was a subversion of ep- expectations. I feel like because they they kept giving you like these reasons to like you know because the show's done a very good job to this point of like, all right, so here's these villains. Oh wait, they're not villains; they're just people, and they're yeah, you know. Yeah, Hugo being the main one, but even with like the snakes and the timber cats, timber yep. cats were always kind of good guys. But you know, but you you started to like slowly see like that there's honorable reasons behind, except for the hummingbirds. They're just jerks. <laughs> yeah, and, and the skunks, the skunks too. Yeah, well, the skunks end up doing like some good stuff. The humming, but like the humming bombers are just jerks through the whole way. <laughs> like, like really, they are. <laughs> like even at the very end. At the very end, in the final battle, their first instinct is just run away. Like, oh well, like, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. So, but yeah, whatever. They're hummingbirds. They're they're fickle, I guess. What um, are you gonna do? Yeah, what are you gonna do with them? Uh, but yeah, so they do a good job of like, oh, like they're they're people, and there's and they're mutes, and they're they're actually like, they're they're not. Um, you know, they're not uh, uh, they're not just completely evil. And then they decided to like, oh, what if we did that for Amelia? But we just cut that off and just made her completely evil. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, right. and and um, and then they did another good job like of her like they could. Oh, man. Like they could have explored it more when she went mega mute, which I called uh, <laughs> a lot sure. of our, our last episode, I called her going mega mute. Yep. Kind of wanted her to be a Komodo dragon because they name dropped the Komodo dragon, and oh, that's never right. Sh- yeah, they na- they name dropped the Komodo dragon back when Song was developing the 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 jaguar serum, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, oh, she should have been the Komodo. That would have been cool. But she has this double walrus headed thing, and gets which that. I which I hated, by the way. 
Oh yeah, yeah, you didn't like that one. <laughs> I just didn't. I just didn't care for the for the design of it. I, yeah, I, I guess the the war was 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 fine, but the, the design that they made her was just it just because yeah. everybody else that had turned into something like became that creature, right. and then they made her into like the, some kind of like hybrid weird looking thing is right i don't know it's weird <laughs> yeah i guess she i guess she was trying to modify it so she wouldn't completely turn maybe that might have been why yeah, how was, that work out for her. it it didn't work but <laughs> like, uh, she didn't go completely insane straight off the bat though so maybe that's maybe that's what she was trying to to accomplish but that's fair but uh yeah but to, but they did a good job of like when she actually did sink in and like start to like kind of become the the mega that she was like, it was just scared. Yeah. Like right. all the, all the anger and the remorselessness and the, and all that was gone. And she's just this scared mute. And I thought that was a really good moment where you could have really delved into why she really did what she did Yep, about her fears that really led to that point and maybe do a few flashbacks with her father and a few flashbacks mm-hmm. with her brother, you know, like, um, you know, maybe, you know, they could have done some cool stuff with that. And I feel like they just didn't, they just, they yeah. just didn't quite do it. They just like, they had to make like a, like a, like a stereotypical Disney villain, which are fine. Don't get me wrong. Jafar's awesome, but, it, it just uh, you, you need a little bit more with that. I feel like because that's how the show goes, you know. Well, and, so. and it's just it, it it just kind of like you said, it was so far out of left field that it just didn't feel like it fit with the show. Right? Yeah, yeah. There, there's always either redemptive moments or understanding and not sympathetic, but at least empathetic reasons behind what people do. Correct. Mm-hmm. And, just kind of glossed that one over, but I guess, you know, they wanted to have a Disney villain and she even met a Disney end. So you know. yeah, she did. She yeah. very much did. Yeah. It so. was satisfying though. Mm-hmm. It was, it was satisfying. Um, I guess they could still go see her. Right. Like, I, I mean, well, I mean, I guess as long as guess, Gus is okay with her, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I guess if fun Gus is like, if he lets you in and lets you out, I guess, I guess he's not probably not going to let you out. So yeah, He's still that kind of crazy. I guess they could go see him with um with uh the the tardigrade dude. Um Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tad. I guess they could go see it with Tad, but I don't know. I don't know. So we'll 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 see if they put like a movie or something. I don't know. Who knows? Um but uh yeah, that was my only complaint is like Dr. Amelia just kind of became a bit cartoonishly evil because yeah. they kind of needed that. <laughs> Which you could still make her irredemptive at the end. Like she yeah. can still make the wrong choice at the end, but have some kind of like something to her. It's <laughs> like, mm-hmm. all right. So, you know, it's like, it, you know, like bad things happen to people and then they just continually make bad decisions. Um, right. There's a there's a great example of that in uh, Infinity Train season three. If you haven't seen that, um, there's a great example of that of uh, Simon, who's um, very tra- very traumatic character, very you know trauma ridden character and stuff mm-hmm. like that. He just keeps making bad decision after bad decision after bad. Decision. Is he redeemed? I don't know. Go watch the show. <laughs> Go watch the show. Uh, but it's really well done the way it works. So. Yeah, um, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, man, crazy plot points happen in this season. Um, yeah, we got that Benson episode, which I really liked a lot because it was Dave and Benson, Dave telling the story about how he met Benson and um, mm-hmm. the whole time you're getting this idea that like, well, you're not like convincing her at all. You're just like basically saying like mutants and mutant and humans have been warring forever and they're just still doing it. So like, what, what, what are you getting at? and dave being the comedic character kind of is like well just let me finish i'm sure it'll all come together when i get there because he doesn't (laughs) even know because he doesn't even know and it turns out that's how he met benson is for fighting over this fan with this you know this fanboy geek culture group or Uh whatever and uh they end up meeting each other and then they finally put their differences aside and decide to coexist and that's that's how they both survived is to to not um, let the pettiness, uh, you know, overtake them. So, right. Right. Yeah. So I, I thought that was really good. Cause yeah, like you said, like, you know, thematically that that's who they are. They're the, they're the, the, the template for, for Kipo's vision yep. of, of Hamufa. She calls Hamufa. It. I Hamufa. love all of her, all of her, uh, what do you, what do you call those things? Yeah. Uh, acronyms. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Prom. Yeah, she's terrible at all of them, and it's mm-hmm. great. <laughs> like yeah, prom, yeah, I like the prom bit. It's just like uh, someone said she's terrible at, at code names, and I can't remember who it was. Oh, it was Amelia. Amelia said she was terrible. <laughs> it's like you're terrible at code names. Um, good, good concept of episodes for this season too. Um, mm-hmm. there, there, there was another one called Song Remix that was real. No, Song Remix was another. What, what was no, that was this. That was the season. Yeah, it was. It was. Yes. Uh, do, 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 That's when she uh, changes back, right? Uh, yes, it is. Yes. Sorry. The one episode before that. Don't forget Meow Me. Oh, gosh. Meow Me. Yeah. Um, is that, that what I'm watching right now? Yep. That's what it's, I'm on right now. It, is that it? the one where she's where she's run the scenarios to save yes. her friends? Yeah. I love that episode because they have they bring back the tardigrade. They bring back Tad. Mm hmm. It's really cool. Like they 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 do these like run scenarios of like how to to beat Amelia in her in the inside of her own head. I, that was that was cool concept. I like that a lot. Agreed. Uh, and oh, good it, good callback because like song is the one that kind of communicates, uh, and you don't know what she's doing through through most of it. She's trying to talk to Charlemagne, Scarlemagne, mm-hmm. to Hugo, and um, uh, she she basically she's trying to like get him to communicate to her how to beat song because yeah she's, she's getting a little bit of her humanity back so you know I thought that was that was really cool um and uh yeah yeah and just a, just another step towards uh, Hugo's redemption as well mm-hmm. yeah exactly got his piano at the end of the episode that was cool. yeah got got the piano anything but the banjo mm-hmm. <laughs> yep so, some of the comedy in this season I think was probably the the strongest too agreed. Uh, um, when, uh, every time the whole, uh, Hugo in the cage thing, I thought was a lot of fun. Um, cause, uh, you know, he, like when they, that when they killed the giant crabs and so like everybody's eating crab for like weeks yeah. and they feed, they feed, they feed, they feed Hugo some, some crab. He's like crab again. We live in a forest. There's fruits and vegetables <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> there are fruits and vegetables everywhere he's just so mad at the <laughs> just keep feeding him meat yeah um 
but yeah, it's a, uh, it, he, he's a lot of fun. Uh, I think one of my favorite bits was when Dave was messing with sis was Dave uh, messing with Benson. Um, and, uh, when Benson stepped on a bug, Oh yes. We're going to have to find a baby. We're going to have to find a small, <laughs> tiny human. He's like, D- Dave, that's a baby. I'm, I'm not stepping on a baby, Dave. <laughs> we have not, to, we got to make it even. Got to make it even, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like ah, yeah. just kidding. Ah, right, just yeah. Start squishing a bunch of bugs. Bugs, yeah, exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, good stuff. Loved it. Uh, that that was probably my favorite joke. Just the the Benson said, "That's a baby, Dave. I'm, I'm not stepping on a baby. Like, like that's not gonna happen." Ah, uh, loved that. Thought that was a lot of fun. So, some good humor. Some really good high concepts for episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't put it together that uh, so um, in the episode, don't you forget, don't forget about forget a meow me, um, which the title sort of gives away what's going on at the end there. And I never really thought about it. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> does. I, uh, I was absolutely heartbroken at the end. Of I that. know it was brutal. And they don't. That's one thing I did kind of like, even though like they kind of foreshadowed it happening. And I guess they decided not to do it. Um but um, uh, like, so uh, Yum Yum uh gets turned in, back into a cat. Mm-hmm. So uh, th- in this episode, where basically Amelia's got you know is uh, holding Wolf and, and Benson, and Kipo has to rescue him, but they keep running the scenarios, and Amelia keeps winning. Uh, so they come up with a scenario in, in which to defeat her, obviously. So. Benson and Wolf don't die, obviously, and Kipo ends up winning, but uh, they end up, uh, you know, she gets um, uh, some. Amelia has two cure darts, basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, Leo swipes one. Kipo's dad swipes swipes one of them, but the other one gets fired and it ends up hitting uh, Yum Yum. Mm -hmm. So the timber cat leader uh, turns into turns into a regular old cat. And it's like. It's it's good because it's not quite a death scene, you know what I mean? It's like it's, like it's, it's a good. It still made me tear up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a good sacrifice, you know. And then, and, but the thing that, that's interesting, and I and I like that they kept this, is that like they kind of give you that thought that it's all going to get reversed because um, they have the other dart, and then yes, and they're working on the the cure or whatever. Right, like Leo's, like or not I can, the I, cure, but like the the vaccine, or yeah, maybe. the vaccine for the cure. Yeah, which <laughs> so so the disease. Wait, <laughs> is, he, is he making a disease? Hold yeah, on, are we watching the news right now? This sounds like the news. <laughs> I mean, he he is making a mutagen. To be fair, like he True. would be making a mutagen because it would break down the breakdown of the whatever. Uh-huh. Um, which kind of makes sense that he's not able to do it, which I like. Um, but they never really go over it much. Um, uh, but I do like that they sort of like say it and then they don't do it at the end. So because a lot of other characters towards the end get transformed into animals. They don't yep. have their, you know, and it, it's kind of good to kind of have that permanence there. Because um, otherwise, like the the theme of forgiving kind of goes away. If mm-hmm. the consequences go away, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. That, that's kind of how I feel about it. So I think it's good that they don't. They even foreshadow some other parts about it that are interesting because um, Tad ends up leaving before they go over there. 
Yes. There. Because he, he foresees if someone were to get a hold of him, then they could inject him with the cure and then it would basically just rain the cure. And I assumed that that was going to happen, but it was going to happen with the vaccine. Ah, so I thought like everybody was going to get turned like towards the end there. And gotcha. then like Leo was going to be like, Oh, I got the vaccine. And then they would have put it into him and then the vaccine would have rained down. Gotcha. But they didn't even do that. So I thought that was kind of cool that they just kind of kept the consequences as they were, which I thought was a good idea. So, well, he's totally OP anyway. So yeah, like, yeah, he's, he's not, even, he's not even fair. No, no, not at all. Not at all. He's a, he, he's a mind reader. He's like, he's literally just like, he's the deus ex, but not even deus ex machina. Cause like he, he lives in the world. So he makes sense, but he's just like the, the catch all, like the good right. guys can just win with him. Like it's yep. not even funny. Uh, it's how they won in the last season. You know, I was going like, to say like, I mean, that's literally what they did to, yeah. <clears throat> Exactly. So, yeah, just to stop Hugo's um, pheromones. You know? mm-hmm. so, so that was interesting. Um, yeah, man, uh, some good, some good stuff. Uh, wolf again, best girl, best girl. Wolf always. Um, yeah, man. When that 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 episode where um, you run back into the wolf kids. Yeah. Like yeah. as soon as they showed him, I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> Oh my Which gosh. Is, that's so interesting because like I didn't think that because I thought he she was wearing yeah, me too. Her. <laughs> like I thought she was wearing her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it turns out she wasn't. Uh, she's wearing some other wolf, I guess. Um, but yeah, so her her wolf sister comes back. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. So that, that I thought that was interesting. I thought I thought there was there was a great like uh I guess reckoning, if you want to call it that, between the two of them, of like you know, like we're not cool, but you know, I'm not holding a grudge against you anymore, type thing. Right. Yeah. And like, kind of the realization that it's just like, yeah, uh, my parents were kind of psychos, and yeah. like I was a victim of that too, and right. So I, I like, I, I kind of liked how that they played that out, but like bringing that whole thing to a close because I thought they did a really good job with Wolf as far as like oh, yeah. the decisions that she made in this season mm-hmm. were very against her original grain of mm-hmm. when they first introduced her, you know, when, when she was the one who was trying to stop Kipo when, when, when her and Hugo were act- going after Amelia, you know, it was just like, you know, it's more important for us to be with Kipo than, than against her. And yeah, there's, mm-hmm. there's yeah. a lot of great points with her. And, and I, I think that she had probably the strongest arc in the whole, show 100%. Yeah, 100%. She she's the she's the strongest character in the whole show. Like she, you know, they they did a great job of like evolving her character throughout the seasons mm-hmm. to where it felt very real. Yep. You know, um season 1 had some great, you know, moments and uh season 2 just kind of reinforced some of them and um, you know, the, 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 to catch a death stalker episode from season two was great. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, so it just stuff like that. They really emphasized a lot of what, of what she was. And then in this one, it was sort of like, I, I loved the, you know, the, again, like you said that that episode where she's going, like her and Hugo are going to take out Amelia. That's 
like the strongest. She doesn't have a whole lot to do. She's sort of kind of just going with Kipo in a lot of ways. But then that episode, like it kind of comes to a head where Hugo kind of like, hey, look, like we both know Kipo, you know, we both want to protect her, but she's not going to do what needs to get done. So we need to. We need to Um, do what she sees she's not capable of. Right, exactly. And that's taken out Amelia. So they go on this little mission and, and, you know, like she kind of has her own little self-discovery without Kipo in a a way. It's Mm -hmm. like from Greta of all people. (laughs) Oh, I love Greta. Yeah. Greta's awesome. Poor Greta. When they're interrogating Greta and she just is, and she like, she dumps like some knowledge on, on the, on the, on the, wolf because she's like you know it's like oh yeah you, you're just doing whatever she says like i i know what i it's like i know what i want and you know i was like you think a dance is gonna like take you know mend all the you know all the hurt and everything like that and i was like and she kind of makes sense with it and it's like why do you why do you think you wear that wolf that wolf that wolf outfit still like, yeah because you don't believe it either you know it's like oh. and she's kind of like oh crap I don't, it's like, man i was like and, and and then when she goes back to prom to meet up with Kipo, she doesn't have her wolf uh, no nope. costume on anymore. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's growth, baby. That's right. That's right. That's what we're looking uh, for. Yeah, love that stuff. story. Yeah, and then she gets the final fight scene with Greta and ends up converting Greta instead of fighting. You know, instead of like, instead of solving it with violence, she solves it in the Kipo way. Of yep, getting Greta to join by offering her pancakes. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know, that's all it takes. You gotta know your audience, man. It's, it's true. It's true. But she also like gave her the whole like you're not stupid. She just says you're stupid, so she'll you'll do what she says and stuff yep. like that. So you know, it was it was good. It was very good. And 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 that's that's what I like to see in my characters. I like to see growth. And they don't all have to, but there has to be some element of that in a series. And agreed. Uh, and it's 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 super good with those two characters. That's another thing. Both of the best characters, Hugo and and Wolf going off on an adventure together. Yep. Fabulous. Yep. <laughs> just, like, I, I, it's just like when, as soon as it was g- getting going and you knew that it was coming, I was like, I love all yeah. of this. I yep. love everything yep. that's happening here. <laughs> cause like, cause like their little conversations about Kipo and like, we want to keep her safe where we, you know, they, they both feel she's like a sister to them. Yep. You know, I think is great. Um, the, the comedic moments were awesome. Uh, you know, it's like, it's like Kipo told you no mind control. Oh, that's supposed to be forever. <laughs> and then when, when they're about to sneak, when they're, when they're like, ah, good. Greta's, uh, Greta's out here, which means Amelia's alone in her room. We shall be the nightmares that stalk her shut. Oh, you've left already. <laughs> like, like Wolf is already beating the crap out of Greta. Just, <laughs> it's so good. And that's like such his, the difference between his and her characters. Like they have like right. the same goal in mind. But he's right. so poetic about it, and she's just yeah. like, "No, let's go." <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a theatrics, and she's already beating up Greta. It's like, whatever. It's great. It's awesome. Oh my uh, goodness! I I just want more of this show because they do that time jump at the end. Yeah. Um, and I just want to see like older Wolf kicking butt. Like that's all I really with want. Her, like, with her huge fro. Yeah, her giant fro. Like, yeah. Man. Man. I just want more of it because she's like probably Kipo's age at the end of that. I don't know. I can't really yeah, probably. tell how old she was prior to that. I can't remember. I'm sure they say how many. Years I, I think, I mean, like, honestly, like I'm pretty sure that Kipo is really the only one that we knew the age of. I think so. I don't really think they say how old Wolf is at any point. Maybe they do, but uh, I don't remember it. And yeah, I, don't I don't remember it. 
that means it didn't happen. It never so, happened. That's right. <laughs> it's like it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. As I go and look up her wiki to see if she has a name. <laughs> like, which one uh, of you but, made up her age? <laughs> right. Yeah. Which one of you in this fan wiki have made up her age? <laughs> Typically, they'll keep it like if there's not a, if there's not a succinct age of it, they, they won't really say it. So that's fair. Uh, uh, 10. 10. They say it's 10. Oh, there you go. See? Yeah. Uh, five. You. Five in her flashbacks. 10. And fifteen at the uh, at the end. So wow, there we go. So, She's Louise. I, I guess it was five years. She probably did say five years. So oh, yeah. that makes me feel even worse for. <laughs> I know, right? Going yeah, through all so. that in a five year old. Right. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> no wonder she can like kick the crap out of grown adults with, yeah. an, with a ten, a body the age of ten, yeah. and she's like, <laughs> that actually like, makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> yeah, she's just been beefed up from fighting Deathstalkers at the age of five. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I, I'm just I'm just glad that Wolf got to have a little bit more at the end because if because that's the thing is like it's hard to keep up with a character in a few ways. You know what I mean? Sure. Like sometimes you'll, you'll finish an arc and then they have nothing left to do. Kind of like Mako from legend of Korra. There you go. Yeah. He kind of just like thematically, he didn't have anything to do for like three seasons. Yep. (laughs) Like, cause he was like the love interest and then they kind of got rid of that. And it was like, Oh, so I guess two seasons technically, but still, it was just like, oh man, what do what do we do with with Mako? Oh, well, I mean, I, it's, it's it wasn't until he got the meteor sword that was like that oh. he finally, you know, like think broke. Sokka. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think it's Sokka. Sokka, that's no. Sokka. Yeah, Mako from Korra. Mako was from, like, yeah, Korra. Yeah, correct. So, yeah, so I don't know. I'm the cop. Know. I'm and I cop that. Wear my, right. my 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 scarf that uh, yeah. came from my my dead parents. Right, like he could have been like a Batman type character, but they just didn't. I don't nope. know. They didn't do anything with him. He had no nope. thematic through line for most of his stuff in the later seasons. Yeah, gosh, kinda, that's a really good point. He really didn't yeah. have anything going for him. Yeah, he was just like he was always like a bamf, but like like he was always he always had like those moments of like oh he gets to do this cool thing like he took out. Uh, the waterbender in season three and then he yeah. you know he he took down the the core of the giant robot and stuff but like thematically he didn't have anything to do maybe for maybe, maybe that's maybe that's his thing he's just I, I, yeah. I, I, I beat the guys when the guys need to get beat it's true he's 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 the he's the guy that that pulls through in the in in the in the in the end so there you go so <laughs> oh yumyun's a parody of Paul Bunyan I just got that Somehow, huh. I somehow didn't put that together. I don't know how, um, but yeah, he's uh, he's got the he's got the flannel and the and the axe. Yeah, yum yum. Sixty feet at ten as high, feet on the ground, and his head in the sky. Yeah, that's oh, all. That's old school uh, Disney for you kids out there. It is. Let's go go watch some old Paul Bunyan and uh, my gosh, I could buy crane. Oh jeez, I'd eat that stuff up. Yeah, man good time uh but yeah so who else have we not talked about um song song gets cured so we finally get her to you know to have some time with kipo as a mom that's a pretty good episode i like that one yeah and i like i liked her her episode when you know like 
she just really wanted to just solve this whole thing. Like, yeah. and she just, she just threw herself out there into this world that she had no business of throwing herself at, into. Right. And, and, right. and all with the, like the made, made sense intent of like solving something. So yeah, I, I really, really thought that that like episode did her well, especially like, you know, we didn't really know what was going on with her and, I mean, we found out that she was the monkey. I was like, "Oh my oh, yeah. gosh!" I did not see that coming. That—that's season two. Like, just that just ramped everything. Yeah, when, dude. When that realization was so well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there was no seeing that like at all. Like, man, it was it was so well done. I loved it because they even had in season one the episode where she got to you know she was with with uh, with uh, Tad where she's inside her own mind and she gets to be with her mom. Mm-hmm. So kind of have this like idea that her mom's dead, her mom's gone and you're not going to see that's, this is the mom episode where she gets to, you know, deal with the fact that her mom is gone. Right. In yeah. season one. So then in season two, when you realize that, Oh no, like she's actually like, she, she's, Oh man. Like it's so good. Like yep. I absolutely love it. So Man, it's and so like to get her to to come back down to being, you know, human again. And she has to like I like that she couldn't like talk immediately. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. She hadn't talked in so long. 13 years she was, you know, a, a beast. So pretty, pretty traumatic that I feel like. But yeah. Yeah. So, you know, she got to she talked dubstep B somehow. I didn't. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if there's a if there's a, you know one language to learn up there. Why not? Why not be that? Right. It seems to be the only other language out there. So (laughs) (laughs) good point. I guess there's there's some Spanish being spoken from here and there, but uh, yeah. Um, Yeah. I wish the twins got to do a little bit more. Uh, They, they, they built up the twins like last season, like early on and then didn't get anything. And then, this season, they still don't get to do anything. <laughs> yeah, really. Their only the only thing that they did was they were kind of like one of the bridges between the humans and the mutes. Uh, yeah, being uh, um, their parents, you know, and right. saying that like we're okay, and you know, and that's yeah. really kind of all. You're right; it is really kind of all they did. Yeah, and I don't know. It seemed interesting. Uh, I feel like they should. I don't know. I feel like they would have. They should have been uh, a little more involved with something or had a bit more of a thing, but I get it. You're concentrating on four characters, Kipo, Hugo, Benson mm-hmm. and Wolf. So I guess, you know, you can't really like uh, get everybody in, especially when you only got 30 episodes to get it all out. So sure. You know, if, uh, if they were 13 episodes each season, maybe we could have gotten a little bit more of the twins, but that's fine. That's fine. We don't need to have everything resolved. Um, man, uh, just some, some, some good, uh, my favorite new character is Doge. I absolutely loved her. I thought she, I thought she was hilarious. The, um, which one was the she? Dan- the dancer. Like oh, the, oh, the, the guy's daughter. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and the, the narwhals, dude. Oh my gosh. The narwhals. <laughs> that, was, that was a good new mute was the, the Korean K-pop band. Narwhal. Oh my gosh. Like, I, I love how this show condenses the mutes into these like societies. Like, I, <laughs> and, 
and like because that's the only new one I think we get to see. Now we get to see those treasure squirrels. We got to oh the them. treasure squirrels. Yep. Yeah, they were fun. They were like goofy otaku fangirls, which was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, so you have like you got like the raccoons. They're like these you know workout nuts and um, the the humming bombers, which are just these crazy pilot boys and stuff like that. Skunks are bikers. Mm-hmm. Snakes are like rock and you know heavy metal you know, rock and roll characters. I just like how they segment them out into these yep. like things. And then you have this narwhal with abs and <laughs> K-pop hair who can like sing beautiful K-pop. It's just ridiculous. Um, K- K-pop is a stand that I've never gotten into. That's for no, sure. But no, I have not. I've not crossed those waters. Yeah, but it's My- definitely popular. <laughs> yeah, my my kids they were they were hilarious. They were like, "Why do they keep changing the the language that they're singing in?" And I said, "That's just a thing." <laughs> yeah, right. It's just a thing. <laughs> they do that in Dragon Ball Z too, Henry. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. oh yeah, I guess they do do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's it's interesting, and and the way they do like I, f- I feel like sometimes it's like drawn out of a hat, like how these societies work is like. Right, uh, cats and lumberjacks. Yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, what? Like, uh, yeah, like just, just go with it. <laughs> K-pop. Yeah. It's like, why is this? Like, what? What would force this society? Like, um, like for some reason, frogs and mafia worked for me. I don't know why that was like. Eh, yeah. That makes sense. I don't know. You know, it's <laughs> interesting because, like, even like even you talking about that, I, I think are like a cool like thing they could have done in like the flashbacks that were in this season. Right. It's like when, when the, when the mutes first started showing up, like mm-hmm. give them a reason to like, because they, they did show the frogs, like go into the suit store and grab the suits. Right. But, like, why, why was that something that they were attracted to? Like, you know, yeah. like, the snakes show up and they show up in like in a guitar shop, you know, or something yeah. like that. Or right. I just thought that, the, you know, if, if, in, in just you saying that, I thought, oh, that would be cool if like we found out like why the the wolves are scientists and <laughs> right why yeah. the, why the shrimp is a chef, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like it's just it, it's just interesting things that they again it feels like they kind of pulled them out of the scientist mm-hmm. world, and I was like, what what are the wolves? Uh, scientists, you know, mm-hmm. it just very interesting. Um, and even like like how some of them changed, like because you had the apes that were all goth and then Charlemagne turned them into like nobles and stuff. Mm -hmm. Thought that was pretty, pretty funny. Uh, Where did the apes go? Like they're just gone. Yeah. They didn't, they never came back either. There was a few of those that kind of happened The the Charlemagne's little ape group, they left. We never saw them again. Um, You figured they could like came back and like tried to, you know, free Hugo or something. I don't know. I don't Um, know. But uh, yeah, like like uh, the apes are gone. Um, oh, at the end when um, this I thought this was interesting that uh, upon rewatch at the end when um, Amelia shoots up the um, the little uh, uh, fireworks that have the cure in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's a great scene. The, the the fireworks are coming down, and then like all the people start protecting the the mutes from you know from mutating. You know, yeah. That was, mm-hmm. That, that was a good symbolic uh, thing for them coming together and everything. I okay. agree. Great. Uh, but at the beginning of that, um, like you think like really like um, 
what what do you call it? Uh, you think like, um, uh, like Amelia and Greta are like the only ones that are still like kind of hating on the mutes, but then like twelve other humans like are there with Amelia to like set off the fireworks. And they're, they're, it's all the the masked guys. Yeah, like, we don't have and, faces to those people. Yeah, and then they all just disappear. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's, like, it's like it's like Amelia gets the like puts in the super mute stuff mm-hmm. and and then all these like twenty people that were helping her just kind of disappear. Yeah, like, oh, they okay. they actually do they actually do show them running off, but oh, then it's, but it's never addressed again. Like they. They were okay. like, you just see him run away. And like, and I think it happens like right when she turns into the mute thing and okay. then they, then they're just outie. So, okay. All right. Well that, that probably makes sense then. All right. That I'll, I will, I will retract my statement then. Yeah. <laughs> like cause they probably would run from the giant, um, the giant freakish mutants. Well, yeah. I mean, you're like following this, this woman for like, you know, to get rid of these things. And then she turns herself into one. like, well, I'm out here. <laughs> true. It's true. Oh man. But uh oh yeah, the, the dogs come back, the mega dogs come back. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mega corgis there. That's that always... was that, that, I thought that was pretty cool how uh uh Wolf and her sister end up becoming yeah like the leaders of them. Yeah. That yeah. was pretty neat. I like that too. I thought that was awesome. Thought that was great. Um, but yeah, and, uh, and, and in the flash forward, they have puppies. The, the Corgi has puppies. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was great. Always with the puppies. I'm always fine with any story that gives you puppies. That's, that's right. Um, I liked that fun Gus was kind of the end mark there. That made sense to me. It, it, you know, he, he was the punishment for Amelia, which isn't much different than the punishment that Kipo said she didn't deserve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know what that's a really good point well i mean it is a bit different because it's like you know she's like hunched over and scared and like lost in her own mind and like mm-hmm. he was like no my mom went through this for 13 years nobody deserves that so it's it's like it hits it hits home with her you know pretty heavily so she's like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna make her go through that so that makes sense but then she gets trapped by fun gus and it's just like oh well uh i guess she's with him now yeah <laughs> They just walk away, which I guess makes sense because, like, if you flash back to season two, like getting away from Fun Gus was like a really perilous situation. Absolutely, they couldn't really do anything against him, so they just had to get away. Um, well, so I and, guess, and, and you, you, you definitely know she's she's dead. I mean, she's she's going to die, <laughs> you know, because. He had the yeah. bones and stuff in her or in oh, himself. Yeah. And I forgot about that. Yeah. You're I mean, right. and, and that's what he said, like we, a new forever friend, you know, that's, and I forgot about the bones. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah, I, I was thinking it was something a bit innocuous, like, oh, he's just going to be living with fun Gus now. But yeah, that's right. Oh, he no, she's gone. <laughs> yeah, not a feeder. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's yeah. Didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I guess I did. Uh, I did think it was funny, like when when the when the band was going around singing the song of Hamufa to to all the town folk. Or no, it yeah. was uh, it was the prom yeah. invitation. Yes. Yeah. And, the prom. and they're over there in the Death Soccer territory singing to yeah. Fun Gus, and all of a sudden, yeah. like these huge tentacles just like come out, and you hear them yeah. screaming. It's and they just <laughs> run away. <laughs> run. Yeah. Uh, it's good. That's right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Fun Gus uh, was creepy, man. Yeah, 
Yeah, he's, he's not to be messed with. He, he's that he's that that old sci-fi villain of uh, the child, the child with power. You know, mm-hmm. you know a, a, a childlike mind with unlimited power. It's it's a terrifying thing. Yep, know? don't want it. You never, you know, not at all, not at all. Don't want it at all. Um, but yeah. Um, oh yeah, Hugo. We can talk about Hugo. Uh, his whole arc in this one, which uh, is sort of a the arc we thought we were going to get in season two happened uh-huh. in season three. <laughs> like, yep. Cause they did this great job of like kind of redeeming Hugo in season two. And then at the end, he just kind of goes crazier. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. He, he makes the bad choice and it's like, Oh no. Um, but it's, uh, but it's okay because you know, we, we get this season where he gets to, he gets to actually redeem himself. And I thought all of that stuff was really well done. Um, where she lets him out, and at first he's just like, ah, and he tries to run away. <laughs> <laughs> like, and he always, he is always breaking, so he picks something up, yeah. and he drops it and breaks it, and then runs away. He goes, ah! yeah. <laughs> yes. And then she jaguar and like bring him back. <laughs> and then I, I thought it was really cool in that episode, too, because like it, it basically it shows like all the, all the different species, pl- children playing with each other. Yes. And mm-hmm. like, they don't care that one's a snake and one's a wolf and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, it's a really good view of the world as that's pretty much the way that it is. Like kid, kids don't have these same biases that adults yeah. have. And, yeah. and, and that's kind of what ended up bringing him around was he picked up the kid and was about to smash him. And <laughs> people was like, no, <laughs> and, and then he starts playing with the kids and it's just, it was just a really cool moment. It was just like, yeah, just, you know what? Just it's the kids, man. Look to the kids. Yeah. 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 Well, cause uh, ruffles, the timber cat starts crying and he's just like, no, no, don't, don't cry. No, you're fine. <laughs> and it's like, and he's, you know, it's just, I, yeah, it was, it was really nice. And he, he got to do, and he kind of like has two, mo- two really good moments of like, you know, forgiveness, which I liked when, mm-hmm. when, you know, I again, I love the whole conversations between Wolf and Hugo during their episode. Uh, but when they come back and, you know, they both have grown in such a way from their little adventure because, you know, Wolf has taken off her her uh, her wolf skin. Yep. Uh, she's fully committed to this idea of, uh, you know, accepting mutes. Uh, and then, you know, Hugo comes down and, you know, says, you know, gives his speech about, you know, he wants to. You know, he doesn't want to anymore. He wants to help. And I thought that was really cool. So, yeah. So, and then he sacrificed himself. <laughs> and that was kind of weird, too. Like, I I didn't know how I felt about that because it was kind of like, ah, like kamikaze almost. And then he's like, right. and then he's just like crashes and then like, oh, well, he's dying. And it's like, wait, wait, what? Right. Like, <laughs> I didn't see it coming either because like I, I, I saw the whole like, you know, it's like, oh, he's going to make the little sacrificial thing. And then the thing goes down and I don't really think too much of it after that because yeah. they're just like, we'll go look for Hugo. So I figure like, oh, they'll find Hugo and then they'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, no, he just, he dies. He yeah. literally dies. I'm like, oh, oh, no. It's <laughs> like, oh, man. <laughs> like we already, we already had like the demutation. Right. Like, like, uh, oh, my gosh. Like, that didn't get reversed that that was pretty good i don't dislike that he that he died i, I think oh no that- me neither and it, it really didn't hit me 
until the future scene. Yeah, because right? because it, 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 obviously he dies. It's like, oh, okay, well that's sad. I, I didn't I, I didn't want that to happen. Right. And then she starts doing like the narration, and and in my mind I'm listening to this, and I'm like, oh, this is nice. She's kind of like walking us through what's going on, and you right. know, she's kind of explaining what's what everybody's up to, and that's pretty cool. And then you come to realize who she's talking to. Right. And that was the moment that I lost it. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, like, man, it's brutal. It's right at his tombstone and everything. Oh and just, my goodness. He died. Like, I can't believe it. They did that. So, uh, but yeah, I didn't dislike it. It was just kind of out of nowhere. I just kind of like wasn't expecting it because they kind of set up like these, these consequences to be like, oh, there's going to be some, animal friends that just are animals now and like yep. they have to mm-hmm. live with that and it's like oh, that's that's pretty that, that that's that's fine because like you know that 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 makes sense for 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 the show but then nope nope we're we're going into like we this is uh man it's brutal but yeah uh, but uh, it was good it was good he got he got his uh his hero moment mm-hmm. and he got to uh, he he got to be um you know he he got to be infamous. He, he always wanted to be famous. So. There you go. There you go. And I will I will say that 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 jacket that Kipo was wearing there at the end there where it had all of the the symbols on oh, the yeah, back. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. that jacket is dope. Yeah. <laughs> I loved that thing. Oh yeah. When they you know show what I'm talking about? Yes, the, no. The Jaguar paw. I, yes. Yeah. The, and it had like the letter. Yeah, yeah. The was, wolf was, head. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. it was like a, I think it was a, a tape deck. I think it was all oh, friends. Yeah, tape deck. Yeah, it, it was a tape deck for, for Benson. It was a wing yeah. for Dave. Yeah. And then I think it was a, uh, a, a hoof for, um, for me. Yeah. For Mondu. Mondu. Yeah, that's right. That's right. She had all of her friends on her jacket. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then what that reminded me of, we're talking about clothing when, uh, Hugo and, uh, Wolf showed up at prom. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing uh, the star fabric, the star blanket. Yeah, that that, that that was his, and then was given to Kipo. I thought that was awesome. He's mm-hmm. it's like, ah oh, man, I didn't catch that the, my first watch through. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so that was cool to to see that. I was like, ah, oh, that's that's sweet. <laughs> that's that symbology, Brandon. That symbology. You got that harsh symbology. Mm-hmm. Oh man, good stuff. The proper term is symbolism. No, sorry. <laughs> what <laughs> is symbolism? Symbolism. <laughs> uh, go watch Boondock Saints, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. It was cool because you know, because like you know, Charlemagne always wanted his uh, his statue, and he got his statue. There you go. It's good stuff. He got to be, he got to be famous. He got to be the hero, king. He always wanted to be. It's good stuff. I, I love Hugo. I think Hugo is fantastic. If it weren't for Wolf, he'd be the best character. But yeah, that's kind of everything that comes out of his mouth makes me laugh. Like, yeah. and that's kind of the thing. He's just such a smart aleck, and yeah. he's very, very pompous yeah. and oh, so good. Yeah, when he's talking to Song, trying to charades out of that, I thought that was good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good stuff. Yeah, man, I, I kind of want like a little bit more of this series. If if they did a movie, mm-hmm. like just like an ending movie, I'd be okay with that. Kind of like with Shira, like Shira, I think could do with like a little epilogue movie. I could sure. I could do with 
I think that'd be cool. And this, this would be cool too. Kind of just bring it all together. Yeah. Yeah. There was even a, a rumor not too long ago. I don't think there's any, like any, any like tooth tooth to it at all. But like there was rumors of a, of a Kipo Shira crossover movie, which I don't know how that would work. A Kipo Shira crossover, <laughs> which actually it could because there's dimensional stuff in Shira. So okay, could pull that off uh, with like the dimensional shift stuff. So I don't know if I could get behind that. I don't know. Maybe who knows? I, I, it it would be weird to have uh, Kipo and Glimmer talk to each other though. Oh yeah, they're the same guy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Karen Bugar. <laughs> so yeah, that'd be a little bit weird. Oh man. But uh, yeah, man, I dug Kipo. I thought Kipo was really good. I thought it was a blast. You know, it's just I was talking to Jess about it because you know I watched it on my own, and then I, we we've been rewatching it with the with the kids, and, and they just absolutely loved the show. Jess loved the show, and yeah. you know, and talking with her about it, it was just like you know, with everything that's been going on this year, like this is just like a feel good show. Like it, it is. just it is just a lot of joy that comes out of watching a show like this. And it's just, you know, even, even with the, with the rough stuff that they stuck in this season, mm-hmm. it's still, it's just so much fun. And it just yeah. makes it just like, there was just like happiness that came from watching this show and yeah. anything, anything that I can get this much enjoyment out of. And, and my kids can get this much enjoyment out of is yeah. a home run. It's an absolute Absolutely. home run. Absolutely. And it all contained within 2020, which I thought was interesting. Uh, yeah, January. And easily, easily the best soundtrack. Oh yeah! Oh god, the soundtrack. Easily. This season soundtrack was was bar none above the rest, and I I enjoy the soundtrack through through all of it. I think mm-hmm. it's all very unique uh, to itself. Like nothing really has that sort of like you know hip hop style. Um, yep. Apart from maybe Boondocks. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, uh, so yeah, that that the hip hop uh, soundtrack to this is 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 really is a real winner. And, uh, but, um, yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. This, this is like the tops for the, for, this is like the top, um, uh, soundtrack for the whole season for, mm-hmm. for, the whole series, for sure. Um, absolutely loved it. Thought it was great. So yeah, man, it's, it's, it's a good show. It all took place in 2020, which, uh, you know, is for, for everything that's happened in this year, I know. We, at least we can say we got this. We yep. got keep up. That's right, and that's that's okay by me, people. And this is this is going to be one of those shows that, like years down the road, I will one hundred percent be going back and watching this again. Oh yeah, absolutely. easily watching this one again. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do some really retrospective stuff. Like yeah, ten years from now, if I go back and watch this again, I'll be like, oh yeah, this show was really good. Yep. If I don't have a bunch of repeat watchings of it, you know. <laughs> right <laughs> which might happen because there's got you gotta draw the line somewhere <laughs> i mean there's some shows that i just still watch like i just i'll just rewatch it all the time like you know like it's just ah, i'll rewatch that show again yep you know, avatar being one of them i don't oh. think there's you know I, I think the longest i've gone without watching avatar was probably about two years and that's yeah that's that's fair i think I, i've I, I think i watched that like just about every year, I think I watch Avatar. I find an excuse to go watch it. Are you like all the way through? Like not even yeah. just see every now and then I'll just pop up, pop on like a favorite episode of that. And just, yeah. just like, oh, yeah, I, I need I need some ang in my life right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, it happens. I'll probably do that with this series too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, again, I'm not like like it, it. It takes a lot for me to hold a show in in regard as high as Avatar, but the show is really good, and it yeah. it, it it's up there. And uh, I'll I'll definitely be rewatching this show for sure. I mm-hmm. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a jam. Uh, still don't know why Kipo's purple, now, or why no one notices the Kipo's purple. I know why she's purple because she's half mute, but, <laughs> but right. But, but nobody but noticed. Nobody it. seemed to care about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like she's purple. Like, why is no one noticing that she <laughs> is purple? Like, like, yeah, like, the, kid, the kids ask that a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's like I, I get that, like, you know, she's from the boroughs and stuff like that, and maybe they don't ask that, but like it's like she's very clearly a purple girl. I don't know. Like no <laughs> one's asking why she's not purple. You think you think it'd be like one of those questions that, that they, they ask in the borough, like behind closed doors, it's like you right. noticed, have you noticed uh, so and so's daughter is purple? It's like, Shh, no, we don't, we don't, we don't talk like that. It's like, like that purple. Here. Like she's definitely purple. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, that was another thing that I that I wanted to mention uh, is I really liked how they um, they did the other borough people um, mm-hmm. because they knew Kipo, which I thought was good yes. because they didn't just gloss over the idea that like you grew up, like she grew up with you all. Like yeah. you know who she is. So like there was always this doubt in their mind for what they were doing because it was like, they were doing it because Amelia was manipulating. It's about the safety of our kids, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But then when they talked to Kipo, they're just kind of like, it's like, uh, like I, I don't know. I kind of know Kipo. This isn't something that she would do, you know? Right. You know, I thought that was really well done. It's kind of like, uh, like who throws a dance in the middle of a war? Kipo, oh, like the, whole, the whole group. Yeah, Kipo <laughs> whole group. would absolutely do that. <laughs> I thought that was good because they knew her. Like, yes. They grew up with her. Or she grew up with her. So, so her whole personality, kind of like winning everybody over, made sense. It wasn't mm-hmm. just this, this rando girl that nobody knew. So I thought that was pretty good. I enjoyed that. I thought yeah. that was. Time. So, Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Good, good show. Good show, Kipo. I, 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 I loved it, and I was excited for this when I saw the first trailer for it too, and, uh, and it did not disappoint at all. Um, yeah, that's kind of it's. It's funny you should say that because I was down. I was down in my office working, and I was just trying to scroll through to see if there was just something I could throw on in the background. Mm-hmm. And I just came across it. Like I, I didn't, I've, I'd never seen a trailer for it. I had never right. seen, I had no idea what it was about. I thought yeah. it had a cool title and the, uh, the, whatever the freeze frame that they had on it showed her. And I was like, Oh, I like that, that artwork. Art. I like that yeah. style. I like the colors. I like, well, let's yeah. give this a shot. And I mean, that first episode, I was just like, yes, yeah. this is yeah. good. <laughs> and I watched, I watched the whole thing that day. I mean, yeah, just, just went ahead and burnt through it. Yeah, yeah, the art style is really good too. Like, man, I love the art style of it. It's it, the the thin lines, which are mm-hmm. interesting. Like thin lines on it. Studio Mir, of course, does fantastic animation. They, did, you know, speaking of Korra, they did Korra as well. So, yep, obviously they did this. Um, yeah, man, I, I and and uh, uh, Radford Seacrest is the the creator, and uh, it was his art style that kind of mimicked uh, for all these. But I just love that everybody's got like a thin line. And the lines kind of overlap each other in certain ways. It's a little yep. bit rough, uh, but clear, clean colors though. Like, like oh, the colors are gorgeous. 
bright clean colors like and and like i said like the the designs of the of the mutes is is they're all interesting they're not they all have really interesting silhouettes and shapes to them they're yep. all you know, uh, the snakes aren't just like you know noodles they like have these hard curves that they yep. all kind of sit in and you know they all look and the the wolves have these big heads that mm-hmm. just in their turtlenecks you know <laughs> their, their clothes kind of like morph into like part of their silhouette in a lot of ways which is interesting so, yeah absolutely I, I like it i love the art style in this i think it's great it's just full recommendation if you haven't watched the show why'd you listen to a spoil the whole thing uh go right yeah guys i hope this isn't your first introduction to it no not at all <laughs> definitely go back and re- reverse this to take it out of your brain go back and watch the series and, you know or if you don't care about spoilers go watch the series anyway and watch what we've been talking about and see. Yeah, what for sure. So, and uh, I think that's going to do it. John, I think we did it. I almost called you Mitch. Sorry about that. that been- <laughs> uh, I won't hold it against you. It's been a little while. It's been a little and, bit. And I'm not sitting in front of you. So it's true. It's true. So there we go. Uh, but there we go, John, we did it. We did it. We've covered, uh, we've covered Kipo uh, all three seasons. Um, I, it will definitely, I'm just going to go, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil anything, but my, my, my end of the year or my beginning of the year, best of 2020, Ah, be sure that Kipo will be somewhere on my best of list. Oh yeah. 100%. It'll definitely be on my best of list somewhere for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, It's, it's, it's gotta be, it's gotta win an award somewhere. I don't know which one yet. Tune into that episode to find out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but that's going to do it, John. Thanks for being on. Really appreciate it. Yeah, man. Thanks all. for having me. I'm glad we were finally able to figure this out. Yeah, most definitely. We'll be getting another one in pretty soon. I think you wanted to do Zeus, Blood of Zeus. That seemed like one to do. I think that's. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blood of Zeus sounds pretty good. Uh, but yeah, we'll get some more episodes up. Uh, pretty soon. We're back to regular schedule, baby. Week to week, every Thursday, sometimes Friday, but every Thursday. <laughs> Animation Destination, we're back. And uh, we'll be back uh, next Thursday talking about something else. You can check us out at animationdestination.com. You can check us out at destinationcomics.com slash DNN. You can also check us out on Facebook at Animation Destination and on Twitter at AnimationPod. That's it for this week, guys. We'll be back next week. Stay tuned.